Hello. 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 Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to the Unleashed Podcast. Hi, Leash. guys. There Sorry. she is. That's <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Leash? I am good. I'm in the the new podcast nook which is essentially well not essentially it is just a wardrobe and my feet are sticking out of it but it's all right because I've got blankets I've got my wine my cat's about it's just a good day it's a good day for Leash yeah how about Um, you how about you I too am in a well it's not a wardrobe but it is a den um we have I've been learning all about audio production at work (laughs) it's caused us to make dens (laughs) <laughs> uh yours is a den mine is a nook yours <laughs> just is a nook mine's a den you know potato potato uh, <laughs> um so yeah we have created ourselves some wonderful spaces to be recording in um and it's really fun and we're gonna pop some pictures up on facebook so you can <laughs> see exactly what we're up to but yeah how's your how has your week been though Lise, my darling well it's been odd now I love my house. I love where I live. Everything's hunky-dory. But I swear that there's something about. There's something around. I don't know what. Because the lights have, like, all at once decided to go out. Pretty much all at once. So, like, basically... You sure a fuse just hadn't gone. promise you, because there are some lights, as you can see (laughs) me right now. All the pictures are now slanted. They were not slanted before because it's something I noticed because I have OCD, like proper OCD, not just, I have OCD. I I can see they're slanted. Another thing is, three times now, I have felt something wrap around my leg. And it's not been my cat because my cat's been asleep next to me. But it's very odd. There is some funky going on around this house. I don't know what it is. But I don't don't like that at all. I know I you really don't. don't like that not like, like little, the little doll, Benjamin. No, no, no. <laughs> I cannot Escape deal. Escape the den. <laughs> I am alone in this house right now, inside so the den, I. and I am actually freaking. Okay, now that you've said all that, I'm just like, where is Tom? Please come home. Oh, my God, you did not have to remind me of Benjamin, for fuck's sake. You don't, you don't need Tom. You have little baby Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot deal. I'm not even okay. right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not real. It's not real. It has been a slightly freaky shit, but we are good. Um, I can deal with it. <laughs> Emily, um, how are you? Apart from me just freaking you out to the core. Oh man, I'm I'm fine. Um, I actually went to the shop and bought some Halloween decorations this week because I'm having a oh, Halloween party. So dangerous. Um, but it's going to be like the kind of Halloween party that ghosts aren't invited to because I'm not down for that shit. You ain't down for the ghosts. Okay, cool. Um, that's so, fine. I'm really freaked out now. Oh, don't be freaked out. I'm here and I'm all right. Don't worry about it. I know, but like now I'm like, oh no, I'm thinking about ghosts and stuff. And like, I don't think about I ghosts. Can... The thing is like my den, half of it is like a crocheted blanket that has holes in it. So, like, I can see through the holes and it's freaking me out. You can see through all the holes, but there's no ghosts there. It's not how things work. There are, there, I will, yeah, even though freaky things have been happening to me and I have experienced many freaky things throughout my life, I don't believe in ghosts. So, okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, God, they've got me. They've got me, Dan. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So unimpressed. I will leave. 
<laughs> this podcast right here, right now, if you continue with these shenanigans. I will not continue <laughs> with the shenanigans. I'm very sorry. Okay, well, in order to get you to start freaking out about baby Benjamin, let's talk about the topic this week. <laughs> let's talk about the topic this week. Um, <laughs> I love you. I'm so sorry. If so, anybody's wondering who baby Benjamin is, by the way, there's uh, a really cool podcast that Leash likes that I absolutely hate. That's Law. called Law, L-O-R-E. And yeah. it is like, Leash was like, this is such a good podcast. It's absolutely amazing. Go listen to it. Um, and like, I thought that I could handle shit because I watched Grudge. Um, <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> I know. It turns My out, nah, there was one that I listened to. Leash was like, oh, yeah, this is a really good episode. Listen to it. It's about like a fucking doll who's just like, oh, God, I'm so freaked out right now. Like, just even <laughs> thinking about it. Like, if you like horror shit, go and listen to Law. But, Ugh. Not for me, people. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. I just can't handle this shit. Life's too short to be this freaked out. Right, let's move on. So, the <laughs> topic this week, children, yes. is uh, social anxiety. <laughs> because we know, we know how to start a party. Yeah, um, we do. Yeah, it's a topic that I think is really interesting because you don't think of extroverts having any type of anxiety, but guess what? They do. Um, Can do. Mm -hmm. And introverts are kind of always grouped together with having anxiety where that isn't always true. So it's a really good topic to to tackle because there's so much false like stereotypes about things. So it's a really good topic. And I'm actually really excited about this episode. So yeah, because I know quite a few people who seem to be completely uncontrolled when they're in like social situations and things like that. But, you know, then you speak to them on a one to one basis. And just because you don't get drained from social situations and you get your strength from social situations doesn't mean you don't have worries about them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's it. I can understand why people think that introversion and anxiety are linked especially because people with introversion can have social anxiety like I have suffered with social anxiety um a lot especially when I was a little younger and I can like I didn't know there was a difference myself because it sounds so similar but basically it means to have social anxiety is that you don't want to enter social situations for certain fears, which is like being judged, being evaluated uh, negatively by others. Um, And then that can lead to feelings of like inadequacy, like inferiority, self-consciousness, embarrassment, humiliation and depression. So it's, you know, a really great thing to have. (laughs) You know, if you don't want to enter the social situations because you can often feel inadequate and you don't want to face criticism, you don't often want to see people that are like authority figures, uh, you know, you don't want to even show that you have anxiety and you hate being center of attention. So not all, but many of those things sound a lot like being introverted in a social situation. So I can completely understand why people get them mixed up. But in reality, who suffers from um, social anxiety can be anyone. So it can be extroverts and ambiverts. Like it can be everyone, really. So it's that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this topic is because there's so many misconceptions, as you said, about the topic itself and about the um, about anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the time now that people start talking about, you know, like mental health and being a bit more aware about it is that like there's so many people out there feeling alone and there's so many people out there thinking it's only me who's feeling like this. And it's it's not. 
It's really not. There's so many people out there who have social anxiety but haven't felt like they've been able to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things that if you have social anxiety, you don't want to face that criticism. You don't want to feel inadequate. And that's and that's going to stop you from actually saying, look, I have this thing and other people from, you know, talking about it. And I think that's why people can feel so alone, because people don't want to talk about it because it's part of social anxiety not to want to. So oh God, it's like, that's a horrible catch 22, isn't it? It's it like, really is. It's something you really need to discuss with people in order to be able to get over it. But the fact that you feel like people are going to judge you for everything, including having this anxiety, yeah. just means that you're not going to talk to people about it. The thing of it is, like, a lot of social anxiety can, like, stem from, like, being a perfectionist. So, again, if you're a perfectionist, you don't want to come across like you have a flaw. So it's just another thing that kind of makes you just go in a circle of just constant dread about being in social situations. So it really is uh, rather shit. (laughs) (laughs) These are the best. Um, Yeah. One good thing that um, I did read from an article called quietrev.com. So it says social anxiety is something that develops. It's not something you're born with. Um, Now, of course, people can be born with like a predisposition to get anxiety, like if your parents have it and things like that. But it's it's not something like introversion or extroversion where that's what you're born with and then it grows with you. So it can develop like with how, you know, seeing how like, your parents act, like, oh, like, you know, talking about hanging baskets and if the next door neighbours are like going to judge ours or things like that. Or, you know, it's like about how others act towards you. So especially like when you're growing up and children acting a certain way towards you, that can really make you very anxious mm-hmm. because if they're criticising you or making you feel inadequate, that's how social anxiety can really fall quite easily. So, oh, I didn't realise that actually. It's it's really interesting because it's it's something that I honestly did think we probably just born with it, but no, it is something that really can develop. And obviously, if it's in your family, um, you're probably more likely to get it. Doesn't definitely mean it, but you know, you're more likely to. But yeah, it can really develop through things um, like through like nurture rather than nature. So I guess if you had, like you said, if you had parents who were particularly worried about what the neighbours thought or what, yeah. you know, other people were thinking about them, other family members, that kind of thing, that that can breed the social anxiety from your family members. But also, I guess, if you were to get mixed up at school, a crowd of girls who, or boys, who were really worried about how they looked and how they were perceived by others, then that could spawn it as well yeah yeah i mean it's it's like you know the fact that a lot of people are, are scared of spiders because all what they've known when growing up is somebody screaming at a spider so then you learn that that is something to be feared of that's something to be scared of and and want to avoid so if somebody else is freaking out over some sort of social situation that's going to kind of breed that into you so it's yeah it's it's really interesting so it's all just learnt behavior but it's not easy to get over that learned behaviour, but it's quite easy to pick up if you're, you know, if you have that disposition of maybe being a bit anxious anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know, I mean, I have this anxiety, so I could probably not be scared of spiders or something like that, but the thought of having to, like, get over that by, like, picking one up, like, I'd rather just be scared of them. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. Stay scared of them. So I think it's one of those kind of things. And plus not wanting to talk about it 
it, it adds that other layer of layer of challenge, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so another thing that I wanted to cover was being an introvert with anxiety and being an extrovert with anxiety because both are very problematic, but are like so so different. Um, sure. So the first thing I wanted to ask was. Do do you feel like you're you've ever suffered with any sort of like social anxiety of being an extrovert? Personally, um, I've definitely felt nervous and anxious yeah. before going to certain social situations in the past. Um, especially if it means like meeting new people. As much as I thrive on that, I do get mm-hmm. you know if I'm not having a particularly good day, then I might get a bit anxious about it. If I've had a bad experience with somebody before and I'm going into a social situation with them then yeah sure I'll be nervous about going and seeing them again but not in the way that social anxiety is I wouldn't like to say that I I have that all I wouldn't I wouldn't Mm. like to um you know take that away from the people who actually have it because I am sure it is something that can be so kind of crippling to your social life and so hard for you to get over I wouldn't like to say that me being nervous about going to meet Trevor again because we had an argument about Brexit you know I'm not gonna you know say that that's social anxiety that's just normal normal nervousness I think about going and seeing people but that doesn't mean that extroverts don't suffer with it yeah, exactly. And I think especially because like, it doesn't matter what you're born with if you're growing up with situations that spawn social anxiety, then that's what you're going to end up having, like regardless of who you are and like what your personality is. So, it's yeah, it's kind of a difficult topic. But um, first of all, I wanted to cover like introverted anxiety because a lot of people think it is the exact same. And like I said, for a long time, I thought it was the same thing, but it, it really isn't. So like introversion, and I've covered this a thousand bloody times, but it's like it's getting reinvigorated by spending time alone and perhaps getting slightly overwhelmed in social situations and getting quite drained. Whereas anxiety is being really anxious of social situations um, and it isn't anything to do with getting strength by being alone you could be still be very lonely but scared about being in social situations so it's like introversion is your way and anxiety gets in your way <laughs> so, kind, of a, kind of a weird thing oh, but, yeah. I like the way you, you put that yeah for Yay. sure <laughs> so yeah it's it is different but I think to the untrained eye it's very difficult to see that it is different and especially somebody who with me suffered well suffers with anxiety but also is an introvert um it is difficult even for myself to to see the difference sometimes how does it play with as we've discussed being an introvert once you get to know somebody so like now that we're really good friends you can be a lot more open and a lot more free with me and you Mm. enjoy more like social situations with with me and with your other Mm -hmm. friends obviously but like how (laughs) does social anxiety play in as an introvert when you you want to be a part of the social situations so I (laughs) think I think that um one of the ways to help ease social anxiety is to get, you know, get to know somebody and talk to them more and go to situations with them. So to be honest, it can be quite linked because if I'm going with a, into a situation with you, I know I've got like a rock kind of thing. It's not like if I've got like an anchor that's like 
keeping me from flowing into the tides of craziness kind of thing so that's that's how I kind of see it um so could you say that almost you know that well you personally our relationship you know I'm not going to judge you you know that I'm not going to criticize you in in the way that social anxiety might make you feel that I I would so does being closer to somebody and having them there ease your social anxiety or not so much um I would say it definitely eases it if I didn't know anybody then it would be a lot worse but then it, I think it can often be like a crutch like it if I know that you're there I might just stick to you like glue whereas you'd want to go off and do things and I don't want to come across like um I'm being ignorant or unfriendly by sticking with you so in a way it eases my anxiety but then it brings up over other anxieties of like I don't want to come across like I can only talk to you I don't want to come across like I'm being ignorant of other people by just talking to you mm-hmm. so it eases one part of it but can often bring other things with it and that's the thing like it's so much like internalized like hatred kind of thing it's like you judge yourself so harshly that you think everyone else is doing the same to you whereas reality no one really gives a shit they just want to be like themselves so you know it's just one of those things um it's like you've said before on um on the podcast (laughs) anxiety (laughs) makes you a little bit like self-centered almost in a way in that you you feel like you're gonna go into a situation and everyone's gonna judge you and criticize you and be focused on you when in reality if you're going to a party everybody just is there to have a good time and if you're social with them or if you're not they're you know they're not going to be thinking about you in that way Exactly. Like unless you are a proper dick, but (laughs) (laughs) exactly. But that 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 is the thing. It's like people don't set out to hurt other people. They just set out to be the best version of themselves they can be. That's the kind. That's the kind of thing. And I think also what you said is that you don't remember embarrassing things that other people do. You just remember the embarrassing things that you do yourself, right? So it's like. If you go into a situation armed with those two facts, you're a lot stronger. Like one of the things I did was just go into situations knowing those two things. And it really does help a lot. So, yeah, it's, it's really good to know. And it is true. <laughs> so use it yourself, guys. <laughs> so the second thing to look at now is extroverts with social anxiety. Uh, just because I honestly think it's a lot worse to be an extrovert with social anxiety. Just because an extrovert you obviously feel invigorated by being social and being in more social situations. So if you have social anxiety and, you know, your brain is kind of in that kind of flight mode, then it's very unfortunate for you because you feel lonely when you're not social, but you feel stressed out when you are social. So that's a really horrible kind of way to feel. Um, I imagine, though, as an extrovert, how you were saying that it would be quite hard for an introvert to recover from social anxiety an extrovert might find it easier to recover from social anxiety because they are more prone to being social to actually reduce social anxiety i i personally think it would be easier to be an extrovert than to be an introvert because i think it would be easier for an introvert to live with anxiety to live with the social anxiety if their happy place is to be not by themselves social. yeah exactly yeah if it's not to be social then it's like well don't like it and I don't have to do it so why bother like why bother getting used to it so 
I think for a long time, that's how I felt. So I can understand that. Um, For extroverts, you know, you can never really stay calm or enjoy that time of being social because they've made up their mind about being disapproved and rejected by everyone around them. Um, But like obviously avoiding social situations can cause them like an equal level of distress. Uh, So I think it's probably really shit to be an extrovert with anxiety. I can't imagine how you really deal with that. And it makes me wonder also whether an extrovert with social anxiety can go a long time or perhaps the whole life actually thinking they're an introvert because like I said, it's like, like I said, <laughs> quoting me. <laughs> um, like a great woman once said. <laughs> but yeah, like, as I said, as I said before, I didn't know the difference. So I can't imagine a lot of other people would. And people probably go the whole life thinking they're an introvert when really they are an extrovert with social anxiety. So yeah, I think there's, I mean, just having a look, Uh, around online there's definitely a few people who have posted in forums and such like they're saying am I the only one like this is there anybody else out there like this because there's so much for an introvert with social anxiety to find out about online and so much for them to be able to relate to but maybe not so much for an extrovert with social anxiety. So maybe we need to start this as a thing, you know, Lee. I think Maybe so. we need to campaign for more awareness for the poor extroverts who just can't find, you know, any information about people like them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's another problem with, you know, posts online kind of being regurgitated from other posts is that no one really looks at it any kind of deeper. They think... Social anxiety, being an introvert, and this is how you deal with being an introvert. Blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like, well, it's, it's not it's not the case really. And if anyone like listening like feels like that, then definitely like talk to us because I'd love to like find out what that is really like because I can only you know talk about it from my perspective as an introvert with social anxiety. So obviously, people can come and speak to us about anything that they want, but we aren't you know trained professionals obviously so you know if you're really feeling bad please go see your doctor um but is there any kind of websites out there that might be able to help leash do you know um i know from other podcasts and like youtubers that i love to listen to that they're they always plug a site called betterhelp.com um and it's like it offers you really affordable plans where you can just like talk to people about situations and about what you're feeling like and things like that obviously if it's getting to like a really bad stage then you know going to the doctor and and, you know seeking more like emergency help is better but I think betterhelp.com is probably a good place to start and if you look up that you're suffering with social anxiety there there will be like a helpline there will be you know someone there to help you and you know, with me, I found that just going to the doctor and talking about it was just the, the best thing because they can really help you um, with, you know, doing things like therapy or they can help you with like anxiety tablets that you don't have to take all the time. But it can just be if you're really stressed out about a certain thing, you can just take one and it calms you down kind of thing. So, you know, things like that can really help. So I always say just like, look into it a little bit more don't be embarrassed because so many people have it like 
it's incredible. Just people just don't talk about it. That's why people are embarrassed. Um, Chances are, even if you started talking about it with your friends and people that you feel close with, you would probably find support there as well. That yeah, you know, obviously a medical professional is going to be able to help, but support from people around you can help immensely as well. Just to know that people have your back out there and they're not judging you and they're not criticising you or in their heads, you know. Just to know that must help. Yeah, exactly. And, like, obviously we've talked about it and, like, I suffer with social anxiety and and you don't have social anxiety, but you understand where I'm coming from and you help me in all situations. So it's like just being open and honest with the people that you trust can help so much, even if you you never really want to seek help. It can just help so much to talk to somebody else who you trust. So, And yeah. if you have a friend who you think might have social anxiety or stress thinking about social situations or anything like that, mm. then... Just let them know that you're there for them. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. just be yeah. there for them. Just make sure, give them. But you and know, don't just, like label them with stuff either, but just like being there and helping yeah. them out if they like need you to. That's all you, that's all they need. Like they just and need just someone there. Sure, yeah, make sure that they know that you're not judging or, or you know, criticizing them or, you know, just, just being a good friend is mm-hmm. can only help. Exactly. So... Yeah, I guess the last thing to really look at is how to ease social anxiety. One of the best ways you can like ease it or like tackle it is by exposure therapy, which is why I, you know, we just said, do you think it's easier to reduce uh, social anxiety as an extrovert? Because potentially exposure therapy would be easier if you're you know, naturally inclined to be extroverted because you have to just throw yourselves into that situation. Um, you know, it's like putting yourself into situations and learning to overcome them. Like I guess swimming is, right? You just have to get in the water and do it. It's one of the best things that you can do. And, you know, with me being an introvert, um, it was the kind of only way I could deal with it is just to keep going to the situation and like saying yes to everything and going to so many social situations it it was just that was like my behavioral therapy like doing that um but like you can take small steps you can just go with one other person or a, a small very trusted group repeatedly and you know slowly just learn how to deal with it I think so exposure therapy sounds very interesting as well because I guess the more that you put yourselves into social situations and you take the tips of going into the social situations thinking nobody here is thinking about me, nobody's going to remember anything embarrassing that I do afterwards, it's only going to be me, it's only going to be me playing it over again in my head, Mm. then the more that you go into social situations trying to think that and trying to kind of just enjoy yourself rather than be worried about what people are thinking, the more... Mm that, you know, your anxiety should relieve. Obviously, that's what you're saying happened with you. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Some people Mm. are going to need a lot more help than that. But, you know, if it can ease it a little bit just to to keep kind of putting yourself in that situation, to keep reminding yourself that you're not the centre of everybody's attention, then that, Mm -hmm. that that, that must be able to help some people, hopefully, anyway. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as we said before, like, if it's something that you're you're trying, but you just feel, you know, very, very stressed out by it, if you feel like you're going to go and have a panic attack, like, definitely seek, you know, help. Don't just do it by yourself. I mean, for me, thankfully, I'm not at that stage that I would experience panic attacks every single time. But um so I could just kind of throw myself into it, even though I'd be a bit like, oh, God, I don't want to be here. But, you know, if you are really struggling with it, then definitely, like, seek more help just because it's, like, you're not hurting anyone by doing that and not hurting yourself by getting help. It's just better, so. Oh, very good, Leish. Yay! Well I did more research this time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> no, I think it's good for... This is something that you have obviously, as you've said... You've dealt with it. You've overcome it to a certain extent. You're doing really well with getting out and being social. And so it's good for you to share your experience um, and hopefully you'll be able to help somebody else. This is why it's it's so important to just get out there and talk about these things. Um, And thankfully now it's a lot easier for people to talk about these things. There's not such a stigma attached to it anymore. So I'm, I'm glad that you feel like you can share this on the podcast though. Yeah, definitely. I think it was like, it's, it's definitely important too. If I pretended I was just fine all the time, then people can't really relate and they would still feel isolated. So although I guess it's kind of vulnerable for me, I just hope that it like helps, I guess. And like, don't get me wrong, if you're an introvert and you also have social anxiety, you're still going to feel drained by social situations sometimes. Like that is just who you are and it's okay. Like I can be enjoying a party a lot now and after a while I am just done with the conversation conversations and I want to go to bed so do not worry it's you're not gonna you're not gonna completely change your personality and you're never gonna get rid of being an introvert just embrace it and know that you don't have to be scared of social situations you could just be slightly drained by them instead <laughs> yeah, well that sounded exactly. that sounded bad but you know what I mean you know what I'm getting at <laughs> I know what you're saying boo don't you worry thank you and a uh, sure. shout out to all of my extroverts out there as well if you are feeling like, oh, once upon a time I used to really love going out and, you know, meeting all the people and saying all the things and doing all the things, then, and now you're feeling like something's changed and you're feeling like more anxious to go out, then honestly, just just talk to somebody about it. Choose somebody yeah. and talk to them about it and chances mm. are it'll just massively help. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like a flaw in you no. at all. And it doesn't have to stem from childhood. I think that's probably a very good thing that you just said. Like it can happen at any point. Like it, you know, it could be when you're an adult. So like, just take care of yourself. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, a bit of self-care. You know, this is something that I'm, I've started reading into lately. Self-care, mm. man. This is, yeah. this is a thing. <laughs> it's a really good thing. Um, I sound like a superhero. <laughs> Sorry, self-care man. <laughs> Best superhero this. ever. She <laughs> goes around running bubble baths. She just comes <laughs> up and loves your hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I want to draw a self-care man. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, I think self-care is super important if you're feeling anxious. Because I have felt anxious throughout my life. Like My, my version of self-care basically is that I will go and have like a really long shower, a really hot, long shower. And I'll just kind of (laughs) shut myself up in that. And then I'll come out and I'll take a bit of time, like doing, you know, like putting moisturizer on. And like, like, I know that this is quite a stereotypical version of self-care and it differs for everybody. (laughs) 
But if you're feeling anxious about something, just do what relaxes you. Just do, like, if it's a fucking a glitter bath bomb and a, a romance audiobook, go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah, Whatever exactly. it is, you just, you just do you and just relax yourself. Don't put yourself in situations that's going, that's really going to stress you out. But, you know, try and push yourself towards being healthier. I think that's good, yeah. Like, re- like look maybe like into yourself realize when you need just time for yourself like just you have to just recognize what you need and then act accordingly because like if you can't take care of yourself um then like going into any other situation you're not going to be like doing your best you're not going to be like your happiest so you know you do you seize that cheese (laughs) you do you and just keep an eye out for self-care man Self-care man, he's coming and doing a window near you, <laughs> safely. Drop us a message and you can book your self-care man slot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But on that note, actually, that. do drop us a message. Please do. Um, <laughs> if you want to discuss anything that came up today, if you want to just have a chat about anything, really. Yeah, You can exactly. find us on Facebook. We are Unleashed Podcasts. Just give us a search, uh, like our page, share our page, um, and drop us a message. Exactly. Or you can go to Twitter um, at Unleashed P um, and like drop us a message there, like our like our stuff. Um, yeah, just just help us out because you know the more input that we have, the better stuff that we can make for you. So it really Absolutely. helps us out. If there's anything else to do with kind of mental health or anything like that that you think is really important um, for both introverts, extroverts, and anyone in between. Um, to be thinking about discussing, you know, raising awareness for, then just let us know. We, we'd we love to have things like that to share on our, you know, with our followers um, and to discuss in the future as well. So if there's anything that you think is super important that we should be talking about or that the world should know about, just let us know. We're Please up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so we did have... Um, a little someone, someone get in touch with us this week on Facebook. Um, and she has asked the question, I don't think I fall into one category, being an extrovert or an introvert. Can you be both or neither? She said, love you guys. Love listening to the podcast. Uh, well, thank you for your message and your question. Um, you can thank ask- you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You can absolutely 100% not fall into the category of being an introvert or an extrovert. And Mm. honestly, don't worry if you don't fall into either category. Everybody is different. Everybody is on the scale. What you would class as, my love, is some kind of ambivert. Somewhere Mm -hmm. in between introverted and extroverted. Um, there's a lot of stuff going around on the internet, on BuzzFeed, all of that kind of stuff about being introverted or extroverted at the minute. And as as much as we love discussing it and we think that a lot of social things and a lot of, you know, everyday life things can stem down to introverted and extroverted ways, in no way does it make you weird to not be one or the other. You just exactly. do you. You just be you, girl. <laughs> Exactly. And I think, um, I think like I, I saw somewhere that there are just more ambiverts than introverts or extroverts, but obviously being, you know, a, a more, 
one side of the scale than in the middle is more interesting to write about and more interesting to hear about. So that's what you're going to kind of see, isn't it? But really, so many people are like ambivert and it's like the best of both of like both worlds. Mm-hmm. So yeah yeah it's, uh, it's good. that means that you can go and you can do your social situations and you can you know if you if the mood takes you you could probably be the life and soul of the party and be mm. absolutely loving it but also you're fine by yourself too and you know mm. yeah, chances are you probably don't get as drained as an introvert would from social situations like i would say it really you could be anywhere down the scale but so long as you've got good people around you it really doesn't matter Exactly. And also like check out um, like our posts on Facebook and Twitter as well, because as well as posting like every day about introverts and extroverts, um, there are some articles also coming out about ambiverts because it is something that you don't often hear about. So, um, yeah, like definitely uh, keep a little peaky eye on one of them because uh, you'll be seeing some things about you coming up Yay. quite soon. <laughs> I think we should start spreading the word about ambiversion. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's just as good as introverts and extroverts. So yeah. everyone is just as good, so long as you're a good person. Exactly. Be nice, and we like you. <laughs> so thank you very much for your question. And if any of you out there have another one or anything else that you would like to um, hear about from us, as we said, then just drop us a message any which way you please. Yeah, exactly. We absolutely love that and it helps us out a lot. So, yeah. And on that note, actually, uh, wherever you are listening to us right now, please rate and subscribe and give us a little review on there and we will love you forever. We will send self-care man your way. <laughs> exactly. He's got he's got the prosecco ready. He's got the bath bombs. He's got some great music for you to chill out to. He's got some chocolates I've seen. So honestly, like yeah, there's one reason to do it. <laughs> Indeed. So just let us know whether you prefer Maltesers or minstrels, and we'll send him over with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, have an absolutely fantastic ball this week, guys, and we will talk to you soon. Love you lots. Love you guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.